Heavy is the head that wears the crown. I put in extra work that just can't be found. I took the sword out the stone, wasn't a thing. Look me in my eyes, cause I'm a king. Look me in my eyes, cause I'm a king. God made me punch in accurate numbers. My castle won't crumble. What I tackle will fumble. I've been a leader when they ain't see it, but now my feet is up. According to me, royalty didn't end with King Tut. Crown on my head, clouds is at my legs. Big says, sky is the limit. I look down on the ledge. I push the bar like I'm opening a cell. Hands in my cookie jar, you won't come out with a single nail. I need all of mine. The weight of my shoulders won't fit on a scale. What's a king to a giant? Well, Goliath fell. Even if we playing chess, dog, this king can't be checked I make all my moves on the board, I invented my steps uh-huh. I'm a king, the blood of a ruler, I feel like Mansa Musa Make your squad disappear like landing by the Bermuda Triangle, look at it from my angle I'm a king, the closest thing to being one of God's angels yeah. I'm a king Heavy is the head that wears the crown I put in extra work that just can't be found I took the sword out the stone, wasn't a thing Look me in my eyes cuz I'm, I'm a king. Look me in my eyes cuz I'm, I'm a king. king. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night. This is the Code of Conduct with the King podcast. I am your host, Jay Smith the King, and I am back. I am back the week before the draft and we it is going up or it is up. Whatever the kids say these days. I don't know what y'all be saying. It's up. It's up. That's what Cardi says. It's up because it's up and it's up and it's up. It's, I miss hip hop. We're going to talk about hip hop tonight. But I miss real hip hop because that ain't. It's up and it's up. It's probably, probably some Cardi B fans in here. Let me chill before I get got in this joint. I got a special guest and I'm going to bring her right in because this is my one of my favorite people. And I can't wait to have this conversation tonight. We're going to have some fun discussions. I got my sister, the one and only built in Buffalo's own, the co-host of Not Your Average Podcast in the 716. My homegirl, one of my favorite people, Miss T. Estelle. What is going on, T? What's up, Mr. J. Spence? How are you? Man, I'm cooling. I'm cooling. <laughs> Thank you for that. I appreciate that. Like, I, I'm ready. I, I'm trying to do better on it. Like, I'm trying to become like the Steve Harvey of introductions. Like, you remember okay. when, like, like when he was doing like the uh, Kings of Comedy, and he would bring people. Oh, in, yeah. It was, it was always like the perfect intro. I got to get Yeah. Back. Yeah. He's he's definitely a showman. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But what's good with you? You've been, you've been good. How's the, How's everything going? Everything is great. You know, Um, just been busy, busy and busy. We're going out of town um, very, very soon on a much needed vacation. But everything is good. Every, the show is great. Mike is great. Um, yeah, everything's good. You know, hey, hey. Yeah. Um, we got Steph in yeah. the house. We got Amanda in the house. They're both shouting you out, saying they got love for you. Thank you. <laughs> we got to we got to get Mike. We got to get Mike. Oh, Mike yeah. is this mysterious. Mike, Mike is Bruce to the show. Like he never goes anywhere. He doesn't do on. He doesn't go on different shows. If he does, I have to pull him out of his shell to come on a show with me. Like he's supposed to come on a show next week for the draft. We'll see. We'll see. But we yeah, Mike him is, on the conduct though. I've been I've been asking I know. You to get Mike on here for like I feel like I feel you know what I'm I'm be honest with you. I don't have. <laughs> I don't have this type of difficulty getting players on the show. What is going on? I don't know what's happening with Mike. Mike is I, Mike's cuts hair and runs a business, and he's not down. Like I don't know, man. Well, I'm gonna. Need he doesn't to, even have Twitter. 
I need him to. I, I need him to get it together. That's all I'm gonna say. I know. I told you could, you could tell him. Like Spence said it on the show live. You need to get it. Together. I will. I will definitely <laughs> let him know. I will let him know. He needs to get it together. We do, but let's get right into it. We're gonna talk some football. We're gonna get into some music. We're gonna talk about some movies. Just, just fun. I want to kick it tonight. Okay. I just want to have a good conversation. Cool. But let's let's start off with with um with where we are. Um, and I'm sorry, I've been responding in messages. I, I want to no, clarify. My man Matt Perino hit me up. I posted a, a tweet about um people like the fan base being worried about Jordan Poyer. And oh, God. Um, so I well he he messaged me to ask me who who clickbaited. I want everybody to know John Scott's tweet was not clickbait. What he was saying in his tweet was, it literally just says, Jordan Poyer is absent as Bills begin voluntary workouts. All pro okay, safety is go. hoping for a new contract as he enters final year current deal. That's not clickbait. What he what he was doing was is just actually stating the facts. But one thing that I need Bills fans, because I get I get DM'd, and then when I post something, then it's like, yo, why you take, you know, it's not clickbait. I'm not saying that he is, is clickbaiting, or, you know, what I'm saying is, when, when stuff like this is posted, then you get the retweets and you get the comments and then you get other people posting stuff that leaves it open to criticism that makes it appear to be like, OK, this is the engagement I was looking for. I'm not saying that John's that dude. I love John. What I'm saying is we don't need to worry about 21 and, and everything he got going on. He going to stay ready. We ain't got to worry about it's him a, working out. Go isn't ahead. It's voluntary. Isn't it voluntary? It's voluntary. Absolutely. I need everybody to chill. I just and you know what I I, I kind of said that on my podcast like the 19th is going to come and there's going to be um, players that's not going to show up and it's going to be fans that's going to be stressing out about it and we don't need to because this is April. <laughs> yeah, we need to stress about it when it's like August. You know what I'm saying? Or you know when the mandatory um you know uh, shows up when those dates are mandatory for the players to come to camp. That's when we kind of stress. We need to stress if Jordan Poyer, and I know we're going to talk about this, Jordan Poyer doesn't, you know, sign that contract or any contract with the Buffalo Bills. Maybe we need to stress. But right now it's April. Well, you know what? Let's start there. Because, I mean, we were going to start with Josh, and we're going to talk about right. expectations. But we'll get there. Let's start with Jordan. Because um, I love Jordan. Jordan's my dude. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I got a special place for everybody on this team. But Jordan, yeah. Tremaine, Josh, there's a couple of them that's just like they they – they write in my heart, right? So, totally understand. Um, Jordan Poyer recently signed a deal with a new agent, mm-hmm. and um, Rosen Rosenhouse. Yeah, is it Rosenhouse? Yeah, and 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 we are know anybody who knows Rosenhouse or knows about mm-hmm. Rosenhouse, um, we know he gets that bread. You know what I mean? Like yep. he don't, if, he, if he don't do nothing, he gonna get the bag. It don't matter if it's Birkin coach. It don't matter. He gonna get the bag, <laughs> right? So when when. We saw this. Bills fans immediately start freaking out like that SpongeBob meme, just like running around, like "Oh my god!" Right? Hair on fire, <laughs> just gone. Now, Jordan's representatives came out and made a statement and said Jordan would like an extension because he would like to retire a Buffalo Bill. Mm-hmm. Now, all the smoke cleared, the dust is settled. Now it's quiet. Nobody's freaking out. What are your thoughts on the Jordan Poyer situation? I expect this is this is how I feel about any player. I expect players to get paid. I expect for players not to take a pay cut. Saying that, and I know what Josh did. I know how um, Brandon Bean does contracts. But saying that, I expect players to get their money. I don't expect for them, for them to take a discount. 
being saying that, and I'm con- probably contradicting myself because I am a Bills fan and I I am a fan of football, but this is a rough sport, mm-hmm. and those men need to be paid. Do I expect Jordan to take a, a discount? Jordan has taken discounts. Let's be honest. He was taking discounts and he has played past this discount, past this money. Mm-hmm. And I get it with everything just happened with Diggs, with Allen's contract coming up. Um, who else got paid? Somebody else got paid, I think. Or maybe this year? Yeah, I think it was just... It was just Diggs that got paid. Well, it but was anyway. right after Diggs is when it kind of it seems like stuff hit the fan. But right, but yeah, Brandon Bean has been doing his thing this year. You know, we we retained. You know, we got Saran Neal, who is right also you know a secondary member, but he's more of a special teams ace. But he got mm-hmm. paid. Um, look, the thing is, I agree with you. Jordan Jordan outperformed his contract, so without taking sides here, because obviously I love my team and I love my guy. Of course. Without without taking sides here, when you look at what Jordan has done over his career in Buffalo, yeah, he only has the one season of All-Pro, but he has performed like an All-Pro or a Pro Bowler right. for multiple seasons. He and, he and Micah Hyde together, in my opinion, are the best secondary in the NFL. And on top of them being the best secondary in the NFL, um, they both deserve to be paid like it. <laughs> like they both were all pro last year. Mm-hmm. I also understand you can't pay everybody. We just paid Josh. Right. We just paid Diggs. We brought in Von Miller. We just, you know, like there's yes, guys on this team. Thinking, Von Miller. Okay. Well, well, there's guys on this team making some, making some bread. So I understand you can't like, we're going to have tough decisions next year, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm already dreading. I'm already dreading the the Tremaine Edmonds Ed, discussions Edmonds, and Dawkins. The, the Dawkins and like or I mean Knox Knox the uh, Knox I'm sorry my bad my bad yeah Dawson uh so Dawson but, right but we there are so many there are so many discussions that I'm not ready to have and I'm being honest with you mm-hmm. so, so, but right now the discussion that I am willing to, willing to have and I actually I said it on Twitter and, and people yelled at me about it because it was like I don't think it's a tough decision to extend it's not a tough decision to extend Jordan Porter. Like, like it just isn't all right. He was just your all pro safety. How do you like to you um, when you when like thinking about the priority and, and where we're going? Because like I said, next summer, we're going to have some tough decisions to make. What do you where do you rank or where would you say like, OK, no, we need Poyer or we, you know what? We can move on from Poyer. Or, or how do you feel? About this? <clears throat> Let me put it like this. I said this last week um, for everybody who wants to move on from Jordan Poyer. We are in a Super Bowl run right now, right? We are in a Super Bowl window. And and this goes for Tremaine Edmonds, too, because I had the conversation with someone saying, well, we could just get a new lineman. Okay. All right. We'll get a new safety. Okay. But you understand the fact that we have these guys. They've been playing together for like four or five years, right? Four years. I say four years. And you want to just disrupt that and put somebody else in there that these people know? Like Jordan Poirier has been, like you said, at least for three years, they maybe have not recognized him being a top safety, him and Micah Hyde, but they've been there. So why would you want to break that up? And I get it money-wise. Yes, if that's the only way that you're going to separate this Jordan Poirier from this team is money-wise, okay. But if you have the money and you can pay this man, pay him. Pay him. 
now and that might be the question do we have the money i don't you know i don't know I, i'm not uh so greg thompson at cover one he does a great job with like breaking down the cap space and figuring out like you know how to explain the ins and outs and of the of the cap and all that stuff mm -hmm. i'm not that guy you know i'm right. a banker i know numbers but i don't know the <laughs> nfl numbers it's different so um when it comes to the to cap space and how it works my thing is i feel like you need to retain the guys that got you to where you got now if uh -huh. if this was the the if we're on the outskirts of what jordan's greatness is okay but you you're not going to make me believe that he hits all pro this past season and now all of a sudden he's falling off the cliff as far as right i don't believe that so to me yeah you, you keep him and then maybe next year we'll see how this year goes um the development of dawson knox i love i love where he is now it took him mm -hmm. some time to get there and even on top of him taking time to get there it's also you know we still had some moments where it was like us uh, dawson the, the tight end that we want him to be has he performed to the point that you really want to invest the money for big tight end numbers like like has he given us that i don't know tremaine yeah, Edmonds. i love tremaine are we going you know what i mean like right. it was people upset about the fifth year option yeah, could you imagine if they paid him? <laughs> it, it and our fan base sometimes really get on my nerves because they can run a player out of this out of this city. They can, and it's just ridiculous. I, I just think for for Jordan, it wouldn't like you say it wouldn't be too costly to pay. And and, and again, um, we don't talk stacks and money on my pod, but would it be so much to to extend Jordan Poyer? You know what I mean? For what, two years, three years? Because he's I, what, 31 right now? I could see a three year with like, you know, like two years basically with the third year mm -hmm. being an option to get out. I could see that. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, pay him. Because who, who's out there? Let's ask that question. Who's out there? Who do you want? You know what I mean? Who do you want? You going to take somebody in the draft and replace them with the draft person? Mm -hmm. I, I don't see it. And and look, and, and, and there may be a good safety in the draft. There may be because right. there's a lot of people that's like, well, McDermott, his system, uh safeties just excel because Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde weren't this great before they got here. Now that might be true. That might be true. But guess what? I don't want to roll the dice on somebody on a rookie to come in and perform for somebody who I know who knows the system. They've been in the system for consistently for years. I'm not right. about to take those chances. And to me, uh, like I said, this year, this is the year. This is the window. You know, uh -huh. um, now I'm not saying that three years from now, we don't have a chance to win the Super Bowl. But what right. I'm saying is right now, when you're able to bring in Devon Miller, you're able to do the things that we're doing. This is the, this is the year that you, you, you don't break up the nucleus of your defense. You don't do exactly. that. Exactly. The number one defense. The number yeah. one defense. <laughs> the number one defense so. that you're now adding Von Miller to. Right. Yeah, I mean, and of course we do have safeties on the roster, but are can they just step in there and be a Jordan Poirier? Because if that was the case, we would have let him go. I don't know. You know, I don't. I'm just saying it's very. Um, to me, it's telling. Like you know, because Brandon Bean is always looking to improve the roster, and I think we've mm -hmm. seen that now. And and if people didn't trust him before, I think you can trust now that. He's absolutely, he's absolutely the guy that's always looking to improve the team every chance he absolutely. gets. So, so with that being the case, I think it just gets to the point where you have to to take a step back as a fan and say, you know what? Since Brandon Bean has gotten here, we've gotten better every single year. We've mm -hmm. we're contenders every single like now, we're contenders every single year. I'm gonna trust Brandon Bean. 
But that's when it gets hard because now I have the emotional attachment to Jordan Poyer. I have the emotional attachment to Tremaine oh, yeah. Evans and to Micah Hyde. But these guys deserve it. They deserve right. it. And but it's it's a business. And sometimes it's, you it's, know and it's hard for you because I know you're you're emotionally in, involved in it. And I, I try not to be uh, that type of a fan. And I know it's hard to it's be, <laughs> but I, I I can't be that type of fan. Because listen, my um, Cole Beasley was that fan, that player for me. So I have to can't. It's, I'm like business. It's all about business. All about money. Let them get that money. That's where I was. About you know, Jordan. Let Poole. me ask you about Cole because as much as I say so I love Cole, I'm a Cole fan. Mm-hmm. However, I was ready to move on from him. Uh, it sounds like you yeah. weren't. So I, go ahead. I was not ready to move on because I didn't know who they were going to get. Right. You have Crowder now, so I'm good. But before that situation, I was not ready to move on because I thought because the Josh Allen and Cole Beasley effect was real. Um, Josh Allen, Cole Beasley gave Josh Allen that pocket, that, that, that comfortable um, uh, release that, um, Oh my God, lack of better words. Um, he was a safety blanket, right? So he can just dink it down to him and he would be there. And that that attachment to me was like, okay, what is Josh going to do without without Cole Beasley? And that's that's where I was at with it. But you brought in um, Crowder and we'll see. We'll see. We'll definitely see. And I don't know if Josh really needs that anymore, but he did need it in his first few years. But well, the thing about Cole and versus Jamison, I think Cole Beasley is a better receiver. But I think yes. Jamison Crowder, he's better at a specific thing that the Bills feel like we need. So he's mm-hmm. he's better at yak. Yes. So yards after the catch is something that the Bills need to improve on. We, I think we were absolutely dead last or second last in the league last year in that metric. I think we're and like 20-something, yeah. So well, when you look at that, when you look at how low we were there, and then you also look at Josh's numbers, and you see how mm-hmm. well Josh performed with no yak. If he could have gotten any yak, like Josh probably would have broken some records. Like it's insane um, how how his numbers could have looked if we actually were able to get some yak. So the reason why I like Jamison Crowder is he's a little bit younger. Um, He doesn't appear to be um, not that Cole is injury prone at all, but I think he's getting older and I think his body is Uh the way he plays is just physical and he's starting to break down. I think now we can we can look forward to seeing Jamison Crowder perform on that level week in and week out. And I think this is the best quarterback that Crowder's ever had. So I think, yeah, <laughs> we're we going to see something from him. We're going to see what, what are yeah. your thoughts about Crowder? I, I can't wait to see what um, he brings to the offense because um, like you said, he was with some quarterbacks that weren't Josh Allen and it, and he always burnt us when we played them. So I, I can't wait to see how he's going to, um, like I said, um, be in this offense with, and with Ken Dorsey's offense. Let's see what happens. But yeah, you know what? Let's transition to Josh. But before I get to the question that I sent you, okay, because you just mentioned Dorsey. Here's a, here's a, a thing that I've been hearing a lot now, um, in like the Twitter spaces or on oh. other shows and all this. You stuff. in the Twitter spaces? Well, I, I don't get on them often. I see. To be honest, I see you in there, and then I jump yeah. in, and I'm like, oh, she about to she about to run down on somebody. <laughs> you be getting cast. I jump in there, you be you be getting cast. <laughs> 
because every time they be dogging Josh and I just have to go in there because it's just like, I just can't stand the Josh slander. Sorry. Can't do it. TB, she be snapping on people in these rooms. I just want y'all to know if you have never like got a chance to hear T in these spaces, she, she just snaps on people. But one of the things that I'm hearing is that um, people are questioning the steps forward that Josh Allen can take because Ken Dorsey is now the offensive coordinator as opposed to um, Brian Debo. What do you what do you think the difference will be, or, or, or how much do you think it matters now that Ken Dorsey is now the offensive coordinator as opposed to to the consistency that we've had with Brian Dayball? I think if it would have changed year two or three for Josh with the offensive coordinator, it would have made a big difference. But Ken Dorsey was in this um, system with Josh the whole time. Mm-hmm. Ken Dorsey's seen what Josh could do. He's seen his, his strength and his weaknesses. So I don't think it will be, be a major um, setback if any setback, it would just be them knowing, like, what to do. Like, this is Ken Dorsey's first time being the head of the operation. So for him, it may be a little taken, a little taken, uh, getting adjusted. But other than that, I don't see a drop off. I don't see a hiccup. I mean, maybe one or two games, but nothing major to where, and nothing against um, Brian Dable because Brian Dable was what Josh needed that, that, that person that was there for his time. And now Josh can take the reins and, and, and move on with a different um, OC. And it's just like what, what the quarterbacks, Josh don't need a quarterback. Now he's that quarterback, you know what I'm saying? He doesn't need um, a, a guy to mentor. He he's good now, you know? So I, I think it'll be fine. And to me, that's the part that I think is important to, um, well, at least for me, I feel like the next step for me when it comes to Josh Allen is now taking over the offense as opposed to having uh, the offensive genius coordinator. You know, like now right. it's it's when you look at great quarterbacks, I look at Peyton Manning. I'm not saying Josh Allen's Peyton Manning, right. but that offense was Peyton's. You know, um, yeah. when you look at Aaron Rodgers. It's Aaron Rodgers, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and I just think even even you just rewind in Buffalo Bills uh, history, Jim Kelly, Jim Kelly right. took the reins and it was his offense. And I think you work you work with the offensive coordinator, obviously, especially as a young quarterback to learn and to grow and to mature. But I think Josh has reached a level, especially after. And I've been talking about this now for the last three weeks on the show. Um, the last five games that we've seen from Josh Allen. I personally feel like he's unlocked this next level. Like he's he's uh-huh. he's not the Josh that we've that we've known for the better part of his career in Buffalo. Now the, the right. last five games were completely different than everything else that he did. Josh right. Allen is here. Like he's here. That but that New England game, that was just and you know and, and not a lot of people talk about that game and it's shocking to me. I mean, maybe I'm just not hearing it. Whatever, but that game just it just. I've never seen a quarterback to have a perfect game. And then the next game, <laughs> you have a better one. I'm just like, <laughs> what on what? I can't cuss on here, but what the, what? If people talk about it, because listen, if I wasn't, if I wasn't a Bill fan, I think I would enjoy that game. 
I'm a Bills fan, so it was too intense for me. I was intense. But if you were just a fan of football, you definitely enjoyed that game. That was an ideal game for a football fan. You know, so. It wasn't an ideal game for a Patriots fan or anything like that. But (laughs) but for us, it was lit. Like, we we loved everything about it. Uh, Daryl said that that Josh's confidence in Dorsey sells it for him. I think the offense is going to be fine. And I tend to agree. What I think. The thing is, Dorsey has been his quarterback's coach. He's been in the room with these guys. Mm-hmm. He's He's been in Josh's ear. Josh has confidence in him. Josh has a relationship with him. Diggs already loves him. Like, Diggs did an interview, and he was talking about how, you know, they were cool before the promotion and all yes. that stuff. So, look, it, it just it's to a point where I think we read too deep into stuff. Yep. And, and sometimes it's literally, okay, this is the next move. Dorsey was literally groomed for this position. Like, mm-hmm. like they, they literally prepared him. They prepped him because we thought Brian Dayball was going to be gone last season. Yes. A lot of people wanted him gone. So. And, and I was about to go there next. So I'm glad you said it because we like now we're seeing all of these people. Oh, Brian Dayball is gone. I think Josh is going to regress. Yep. The same people last year were saying fired Brian Dayball. And I got yeah. receipts. Yeah. That's a, a lot of people is expecting the Buffalo Bills to take a step back because Brian Dable is not calling the plays. And I'm just like, y- y'all just don't, y'all don't understand. I get it. Cause you're not, a, you're not in that f- Buffalo Bills. Um, you know, you're not here, but y- this, it's not going to be a fall off because they're the OC is who he is. It's not going to be that because he's, he's been in the building. So, I'm be honest with you, T. At this point, at this moment, I feel like the Buffalo Bills can hire me as the offensive coordinator, and it won't mean a <laughs> damn thing to Josh Allen. Like I just, that's where I think he is. Honest yeah. to God, I, I purposely watched the I watched the whole season, but I purposely went back to rewatch the last five games that I'm referencing. Okay. Josh Allen is on, like I'm telling you, like this dude, he just has a completely different um, understanding of the game now. And, he took a and different it, step. That's it's right. scary. It's so scary. And because then it's 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 interesting as a Bills fan, right? Because we haven't we haven't been good like this, and we haven't had a uh-huh. quarterback like this to to just like it's not normal for us to be like, yo, we got that guy. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm I'm tell you why it it is um it's important for us to understand like, and that's why we're gonna talk about the draft. We're gonna talk about free agency. Uh-huh. We're gonna talk about but there's a reason why. Um, I don't have a problem. I don't want a running back. Let me clarify. I don't want a running back, but there's a reason why I don't mind drafting a running back at 25 mm-hmm. as opposed oh, to okay. when we were drafting at set or, you know, when we were drafting in the top 10 and moved up to seven to pick Josh. I don't want mm-hmm. a running back in the top 10 because if you're, if you're in a top 10, it means you're not competing. Okay. We're in okay. the bottom yes. 10, which means we're competing. Right. Right. We've been in the bottom 10 now consistently now for a couple of years. We're competing mm-hmm. for Super Bowls and championships. That's what that's the goal. So when you're there, it means you don't have as many holes on your team as teams Absolutely. that are drafting at four five and six. So right. I, I guess what I'm saying is like now you've taken a step forward with Josh and, and you've taken a step forward with the entire team. You've taken a step forward with the defense. You've taken a step for like everything. Mm-hmm. We're still arguing about. Never take a running back in the first round. I tell you what, Jonathan Taylor in the backfield with Josh Allen would have looked pretty damn good. Just yeah, saying. Yeah, that's different. 
So that's what different. I'm saying is I don't want a running back, but I mean, like at right. this point when you're drafting 25, 26, 27, look, a running back, you want first round talent right. and you want somebody that's going to make on offense. We're going to get to defense next, but on offense, what name a hole that we have on like to, to you, what's the biggest weakness on offense? <sighs> um, Running back, <laughs> I would have to say right now. So if running and back can, is the biggest yeah. weakness. Yeah. And I know he takes the, what is it? The the best available person or something, a player mm-hmm. or whatever. Yep. And I, and I understand that. And I, and I was last year, I was like, don't take a running back. Don't take a running back. I wanted a cornerback. I wanted Eric Stokes. And he went to, to uh, the, um, Pan- oh no, Green Bay. He went to Green Bay. I, I wanted and, Travis Etienne. Everybody wanted Travis Etienne. Mike yeah. wanted him too. And I was like, I don't think we're going to get him, but you know. We ain't get him. We ain't get him. <laughs> it ain't happen. But it's, it's actually. We're still, it's, go ahead. We're still, we're still at the stages of take a cornerback. We're round two of take a cornerback in the, in the draft. Well, so to me, those, so it's three areas that for me personally, I want to see the, the team go after, but I don't want running back to be the first. Um, no, me I, neither. To me, it's, it's, Wide receiver and cornerback. Okay. That's it. Okay. Because for cornerback, the team likes Dane Jackson. Obviously, they love Trey White. Trey White might not be back healthy until November. Yeah. So you're you're going into the season September, October, and half of November with Dane Jackson. You know, so no, you, you draft a cornerback. You need a guy That's that can that can play games. right now. And That's then a lot of games being missed. And then for wide receiver, we lost Cole. Mm-hmm. Emmanuel Sanders retired. I know everybody, I get yelled at about this too. Everybody anticipates Gabe Davis taking that step forward, right? Because we saw the last game that he had, he had four touchdowns and 200 something yards, right? Do you think that's going to be Gabe Davis every week? No. Sorry. So, and and I'm not saying this to take a shot at disrespect. Yeah, I love Gabe. He's on this Mm -hmm. team and I need this dude to to perform like that. But what I'm saying is when you, and and I've been arguing this, so now I feel like a broken record saying this again, but when you look at the Super Bowl champions over the last five to six years, you're looking at teams that had Antonio Brown as the third wide receiver. Third wide receiver, Antonio Brown. You're looking at uh, Tariq Hill, Travis Kelsey in one offense. So I, I just, um, I don't know. I, I I feel like as fans, we feel set because we all love Gabriel Davis. But, you know, to compete at that level, I think you need you to keep to have, giving Josh oh, Weapons. Yeah. You got to keep yes, going. you have to. You have to. And and if there's a wide receiver out there that we need to get, then go get him. Because I'm I'm definitely wide receiver cornerback. And that, that no, I'm cornerback wide receiver. And I can flip flop, you know, every other day or whatever. But um, right now I'm quarterback for sure. Yeah, and see, wide receiver. I'm with you. For me, I'm I'm best available player out of those two positions. Right. So yeah. so first round at 25. If if there's a better wide receiver than there is cornerback at that point, go mm-hmm. wide receiver. Or if it's cornerback, go cornerback. I need right. guys that's gonna come in day one and be able to, you know, to give us something. That's yes, what I need. That's for sure. So, Absolutely. but let me ask you this, because because um, so let's let's uh <laughs> let's get back to Josh for a second. Okay. So this off season. And then they kind of talked about this a little bit on Good Morning Football. Josh has been everywhere. Like this dude, <laughs> he's he been everywhere. He's now. a celebrity he got, now. He is. Like he, he he's on TMZ. They spotted Type. Josh taking Britney out on a date. And he was out here getting jiggy. You know what I mean? Like the whole thing, right? Do you feel like now because of this attention, there's pressure on Josh to 
like, or do you like how do how do you feel this uh, off season is going to affect what we're seeing from Josh? I don't think it affects it at all because the only pressure Josh puts on is on himself. So Josh can handle all of this. Listen, Josh came from D what D two, whatever didn't get scholarships and that dude put more pressure on himself and not even, I think Josh already knew he was that dude. So the pressure is not from people out there. The pressure is on him because he wants to go back He's not worried about what anybody else is saying. You've seen me at TMZ. Oh, TMZ is there. Great. Awesome. But the pressure is I'm in this room with my guys. If my guys is with me, there is no pressure. Josh, is he's ready. He's ready for all this, though. He's definitely ready for all this. I don't see him under pressure. Did, did you see that Kansas City game? That was more pressure than anything. He's ready. He's ready. The crazy thing is I didn't even see it be pressure for him. Like that game. Like well, So so um, when he – this first touchdown, not the not the the one to end the game, the first one at like the two minute mark, insane, right? And when mm-hmm. he went to the sideline, pumped and he's screaming like, "Come yes. on, come on!" It, it didn't even seem like pressure to him. It just seemed like, "No, we're gonna win because I'm not gonna let yeah. us lose." Yeah. And they lost when it wasn't in his hands, and it, it just it just sucks. And I just right. I, I just find it interesting though, because like now, what what are we gonna complain about as Bills fans? You know, like because we used to say we get no respect. Nobody yeah, loves us. We never the, hear Josh Allen. They always that's hate the Josh. old saying, isn't it? We get no respect. It's gone. It's if gone. That respect is gone. Every that time I turn on my gone. television, and I live in Phoenix, every time I turn on my television, there's a Josh Allen commercial. There's a Josh Allen. Like if I'm watching ESPN, there's a topic about Josh on every show. There's a topic about Josh on FS1. There's a topic about like NFL Network. It doesn't matter. They're talking about wow. him, and they and they speak about him in the same conversation as the Aaron Rodgers and and Patrick Mahomes and all these guys. And that's cool. Joe Burrow was just in the Super Bowl, and they're not talking about Joe Burrow the way they're talking about Josh Allen for reasons that I would agree with. I don't think Joe Burrow yeah. is Josh Allen. No diss to my Cincinnati Bengals peeps, but, but everybody wants to put him there. But everybody yeah. wants to put Joe Burrow there, so you know. And I get it because he was in the Super Bowl. I understand it. But how did you, you know, how did you enjoy the Super Bowl? I haven't talked to you. Yeah, um, I, 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 it was all right. It was all right. <laughs> you know, I, I just I, when you know when you're um you were up there and you're watching Kansas City and Buffalo go back and forth, and then you watch you're watching something when you know a team that you could beat is there. Mm-hmm. It was just all right. Like I normally do a Super Bowl party. I didn't even do any of that. I was just like, whatever. I didn't really care. And yeah, I just I'll thought you, we should have been there. I tell you what, and I've been saying this again. I've been repeating a lot of this lately. Um, I don't think they make the playoffs next year. That's what a lot of people are saying. But then there's you know there's people saying that the O line is better now. It and, is. Um, they made some improvements. We'll see because you know nine times out of ten the the people that are there. This well, except for freaking New England, um, you know the teams that are there this year are not there next year. So I mean, I can see that. 
Well, I'll tell you what, though, when when, because you're right, they did improve their offensive line and they already have tremendous offensive weapons. You know that because you Mm -hmm. kicked our ass in fantasy with one of their offensive (laughs) weapons. We ain't going to talk about fantasy, but but (sighs) TSL, the the dynasty champion for last year for our league, you know, I got to got to I got to give you flowers. You got us. You got us. Yeah, I was so excited about that. too. I was like, what? (laughs) But the thing is, though, when you look at it, um, they did improve, but the AFC improved. And I feel like the AFC improved more than they improved. Listen, just just look at their look at their division. First of all, the Ravens are not going to have 25 people on injured reserve next year. It's not happening. It's not happening. Lamar Jackson is. And they were still in it. They were were still still in it until he got injured. He they were still in it. I tell you what, if Deshaun and uh, I hate that I'm hearing this, but I'm hearing that Deshaun Watson might not even be suspended. If Deshaun Watson does not get suspended, I'm gonna just tell you, if he does not get suspended, I'm picking Cleveland football only. I'm not talking about off field stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah. Football only, I'm picking Cleveland 10 times out of 10 over Cincinnati. Uh I love Joe Burrow's swag. That's that Deshaun Watson as a football player is a problem. We saw that. Let me last ask you time. a question. Mm-hmm. So everybody does like the top five, you know, and I just think the top five is, is so um, you can switch them up. Do you put Deshaun in that top five? Even even he hasn't played a year. You put him in that top five. I can't put him in top five right now because he hasn't okay. played in a year. Um, right. If you would have asked me if we would have had this conversation prior to last season. Yeah, absolutely. Sean Watson's a top five quarterback. The talent that this guy had, he's, if you watch him now, um, he was already what Josh Allen is, uh-huh. but he's not as big or strong. So he's uh-huh. just as mobile. He can, he can run. He can do all the things that Josh does. He can make the throws. He has a strong arm. He has a pretty deep, like he does again. I know we all hate him right now, right? Like take, take the emotion out of it for a second. Let's just talk about football. Right. The things that I've seen Deshaun Watson do at the quarterback position, like the way and, and you got to remember, he, he did a lot of things without a real team. He had uh, yeah. Hopkins. He had D hop. And, and they, they basically like that was that was all he had. That he didn't it. have weapons. That was it. And, yeah. and the way that he, he led the Texas to the playoffs. Now, the last time we saw him, he was four and twelve. Right. right? He was four and twelve. Right. I mean, I mean, yeah. But they, again, they gutted him. They traded away mm-hmm. Hopkins to, to Arizona. They traded. First of all, how do you trade Hopkins away head up? For, you know, we don't have to go there. Yeah, because that's you just go down that rabbit that yeah, rabbit hole. You gonna go we down don't have there. to do it. But <laughs> so, but what I'm saying is, so just in their division right now, I pick two teams over them. Right. Then you look at the mm-hmm. AFC West. The Raiders got better. They got yeah. Chandler Jones. They traded for Devontae Adams. They got better. Then you look yeah. at. Um, the Chargers? Come on. Like, yeah, it's tough. It's going to be somebody sitting at home with an 11 and what? 11 and 6 record? And the, and the Chiefs are still the Chiefs. I know people yeah. think Tariq Hill is going to Listen, they going they got two first rounds. They are going to get a receiver. They going to make some <laughs> You can't it's count happen. You can't count Patrick no. Mahomes out. You, you cannot and, count him out. And, and Andy Reid. Like, and I think Mahomes is like 4 and 1 or 5 and 1 without Hill. Uh, he's not yeah. he's not worried in the slightest like he's now right. he'll miss he'll will miss Mahomes way more than Mahomes oh, more. yeah no, more. yeah yeah for sure and that's then, why I can't wait for the season to start because I really want to see how Miami down. is going to do I do I want to see how they're going to do I'm not I'm because not scared it's of just Miami. talk 
I'm not, not I'm not I'm not scared of them either, but their fans are just re- I can't their fans is ridiculous. They're now, they're obnoxious. Now, we got to be honest here though. That was us 5 years ago. Oh, okay. It was. We got to be honest. All right. So, cuz I don't like Miami fans. I don't like Miami fans. The only thing about Miami I like is the beach. That's it. <laughs> I don't, I don't like the heat. I don't like, you know, like I don't like their basketball team. I don't like their hockey team. I don't like their food. I don't like nothing about Miami. I can't stand Miami. I don't like how muggy it is. I don't like how it rains off and on during yeah. the day. Yes. I don't like none of it. I don't like none of it. I don't like it's Miami. It just, it rains and all the, the it like, just soaks up. It's, it's gone. I'm like, where But I got to be though? honest. I got to keep it buck. Day us five years ago. That's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I said all that hate just to say that day us. I can't day even us. be mad at it. Because if you look at it, if you look at their roster, um, do you remember the roster that we had? We we had it. So when Rex Ryan got here, we had it was like top to bottom. It just seemed like we had the talent. That's when Sammy looked like Sammy. You know, oh, yep. um, our defense. We had, um, Woods. Right. We had Woods. We had, Woods. We had Sammy Woods. We had um uh, we had another Chris Hogan. Hogan was nice yes. at the time. We had Marquise Goodwin for a moment and it, yep. we had a running game because we had Shady. We had you know what I mean? So like we oh, had yeah. we had the number one rushing offense yeah. in the league. We had the number four defense in the league. We had like we were we had a, a, a yeah. talented roster, but Tyrod held us back. Yeah. So when you're looking yeah. at Miami and you look at they got Waddle. You're right. They got okay. Tariq Hill. They got Mike Gusecki. They got a very good defense. They got you know, all of these parts. They're a very good roster. Tua mm-hmm. is the reason that they don't win. It's going to be Tua. Yeah. And they wanted Tua, though. That that GM wants Tua. So tank for Tua. You wanted to. Yeah, tank for Tua. Tank and they tanked for Tua. for Tua. So, you know, the stories that come out when it came to that um, Flores how he didn't want to, or how he didn't really speak to him in the in the locker room. It, it, it's it's a shame, but I mean, everything's a business, I guess. You know, so I, I feel, um, and this is where I get in trouble. I'm indifferent about a lot of things that apparently people are supposed to be angry about. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just, I'm like, well, you know. So for instance, I got in trouble with the Will Smith and Chris Rock thing, right? I got in trouble because. I didn't defend Will Smith. I didn't think Will Smith was right. I think he was wrong. He was an asshole. You don't get up and slap somebody at the Grand, I mean, at the Oscars, right? So, so I'm, I'm, but what the, the only comment I made publicly was that like Stephen A. Smith was like trying to son him. He was talking about him like he was a kid. Like you don't do this, yeah, no. And I'm like, no, you ain't doing that. I'm like, you You're ain't. Nobody that. has any place to tell another grown man what to do or how to, you know. So I get in trouble with stuff like that. This whole thing here. I'm a little indifferent. Like I feel like it's the NFL. You're a, you're a professional athlete. You're a starting quarterback in the league, and it's a it's a results driven business every single year. Yep. And in Brian Flores' position, man, I'm a quarterback away from having a very very good chance at making a run. You got to do almost better. Make the playoffs. Right. You get what I'm saying? It's like you got to do better. So right. I, 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 at some point, like I, I just get to the point where it's like, are we really this soft that we mad that he's telling him, man, I'm gonna replace you if you don't. You, I've I've worked at jobs where they was like, man, you gonna get fired if you don't pick your stuff no. up. You have meetings, supervisions. This is a supervision meeting. Listen, your your game, your listen. I, 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 this is not a write up, but this is letting you know that if you don't straighten up. You are about to leave. 
And that's the bottom line. There was last year was plays when it was playing against us when uh, um, was the tight end. Kinseki, right, was telling people where to line up at. He was arguing with the players on the field. Like, come on. And all I'm saying is, and all I'm saying is, when when you have a roster that that that's that good, I don't I don't have the sympathy moments for when people are like the coach was talking bad, telling to he was he wanted Watson to his face. Okay, so to me now. Now this is a little different. This is a little different, and and so I'm a, I'm a I'm a speak on something that I normally don't speak on. And I haven't talked about it publicly ever. So I started my podcast career with Buffalo Fanatics. Love Buffalo uh-huh. Fanatics. Shout out to Buffalo Fanatics. Shout out to Rico. Shout out to Pierre. All of those guys over there. Uh-huh. Long story short, though, there was a point in time where I saw myself trying to kind of like do a little bit more. Right. And I wanted to kind of make my platform bigger. I wanted. I just wanted to do more. Rico sits in the chair. He sits in the seat that I wanted. Right. Gotcha. They didn't they didn't have a need to replace him because he was performing up to par. Mm-hmm. So then when that happens, you go and find another yeah, team. Move on. Right. And, and it's and it's, it's not it's nothing bad. There's no none of this, but you find another team. And that's what happens in the NFL all the time. You look at this situation with Tua right now. Unfortunately for Brian Flores, they moved on from him before they moved on from As Tua. Well. Right, but the thing right. is, no, it's it's like, look, Brian Flores is like, look, man, you got a seat that you're not occupying properly. Mm-hmm. They could have made the they could have made that change, that switch. That and and the thing is, I get why they didn't. You you draft him in the first round, you put it this behind him, you think he wasn't quite healthy. Now he might be healthy. But at some point, if he's not performing, it's gonna be another EJ Manuel. It's going to yep. be another, like, it's history repeats itself. Unless you hit, you miss. Yes, <laughs> like, that's, that's that's just that's as simple as you can put it. And who are you going to get? Because you're going to have to, there's, like, if they would have moved on now, there's no quarterbacks in this draft. Well, and, and Daryl brings up a good point here. He said Flores wanted Herbert all along, too. And that yeah. was the thing, too. He wanted to draft Herbert. And they're like, yep. nope, you going to nope. go ahead and take this. Could you imagine Herbert? Man, woo. Shout out to my man Daniel. He said, uh, Miami doesn't have their beam, McDermott or Josh Allen, and their ownership is good. I I respectfully disagree with some of this. I I, I like their new head coach. He hasn't coached coached a game yet by himself, you know, so I can't say Uh he's going to be a good coach. He's smart. He's energetic. They love him. And I tell you what, I don't know how many people uh, in the chat pays attention to like other teams' pressers. I watch Uh his pressers. Oh, he's good. Listen. I'm ready to he's put good. a helmet on and go play for Miami. He's good. That dude's he he's a motivator. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He he's makes good. you want. Listen, if we didn't have Sean McDermott, that man right there, he can make you want to be a better person. Yeah. He's yeah. good. He's good. He's good. Shout out to Steph. She said, WTF. I don't know what we WTF in. So can, if you can, if you can let me know what we WTF and then we can talk about that. But um, so before we get out of here, I know we talk football. We know one more last question on football. Uh-huh. Need a side. So like, OK, I know going into it, we're like, yo, the Bills need a cornerback. They need a running back, a wide receiver. Like there's consistent needs. Right. If need wasn't a thing and draft position wasn't a thing, who's your draft crush? Like, who would you like out of everybody? You like, yo, I need him on the Buffalo Bills. Sauce Gardner, Sauce. I just think it would fit because, like, how, like, yes. how dope would it be to have a name like Sauce 
and be in Buffalo. Okay. Wings, yeah, sauce. He's he gonna get like, every endorsement. Every single endorsement. Every. Every. And he's a <laughs> baller. And he's his ball skills is crazy. Crazy. He can play man. Like him and oh Jesus. It's just crazy. I, I that's definitely my crush. I, I definitely would want him, but I know there's other teams out there that need cornerbacks and sauce is not going to be at 25 we got, the same, we got the same draft crush because um I, and i know everybody wants wants hall they want the running back i get it um i'm not a fan of taking him at 25 i'm just i'm just gonna be honest i know people aren't mm-hmm. there's there's two sides to it either you want him or you don't I, to me i i personally i really feel like the team is very happy with what they saw from devin singletary oh yeah the, i think the, so too yeah that the ending of the season they're comfortable and they brought in, you know, we, we got Duke in here now to, to be that receiving back out the backfield. And to be honest, I still think that they want to give my man Moss a try. I, like, I, I feel like um, them upgrading the offensive line, you know, bringing in a, an all-pro level left guard. It, it, it's like, okay, if you guys can't run through this, then maybe then we can have that talk. But also, too, um, who is it? God, oh, my God. who they, they brought in a new line coach. Kreiner, Kreiner, Kroner. Oh, Kroner. yeah, yeah. We brought Kroner back, yeah. So with yeah. that, all of that, it's going to be different. Our line's going to be totally different. And then, and I, you know, <laughs> it's going to be different. I'm going to just yes. say he's an improvement. Eric, we, Eric Woods praised about this dude. So. Well, he was here before, obviously, and then he got into mm-hmm. some he got into some offense yeah, stuff yeah. that kind of funny. Not funny, but it was funny <laughs> to watch it kind of. But like, I'm going to tell you what, okay. getting him back is a win. Getting him back is a win. His daughter so, loves it. So, I mean, it's an all win around. I'm with it. So, we got 10 minutes left before we get on out of here. Let's let's pivot a little bit. I want to ask you mm-hmm. two two things that's non-football related. So, uh, oh. we're going to start with <laughs> – let's start with TV and, mu- and movies and stuff like that. Um, okay. What either – you can go either way here. What's the last movie you watched that everybody needs to see or – What's the next movie you're looking like? You like when this comes out, we gotta be there. Ooh. The last movie I I have kids, so you know I have four kids, so I have not seen an adult um, movie. You went away from a basketball team. You don't, you got your starting five. Oh man! I... Well, what's the kid movie? I know. I like, I kid, I like kid stuff. Um. Is it Big Red? I think it's Big Clifford, Red. Clifford, the dog? No, no, it's a, it's a, oh my God, it's a furry movie. I don't know. A, oh my God, you're going to actually make me look it up. I don't Shout know. Shout out to Will. Shout out to Will. He right. This Doctor Strange 2 is about, like, yo. yo. Oh, okay. And did you see the, uh, did you see the, um, did you see the Thor promo that was released? No. That's my, that's my joint. What? Yeah, yeah. You got to see it. Okay. He's a whole lot more humble now. It's a whole different vibe that you get from him. But Doctor Strange Two is a definite. Um, well, what you watching on TV then? You you you, you know? Oh you shoot, watch Snowfall. You like it this season? No. Yeah, I don't like this season, and I'm I'm like really disappointed okay. with it because it's been to me it's like I actually compared it to, and I said it was better than Power until this season. Until this season. 
till this season. I, I just, I don't know where they're going. I don't know what they're doing. They got a tiger in it. It's just a bunch of like <laughs> random stuff being put in. And I'm like, where are we going with this? They got a tiger in it. <laughs> they, they're all on LSD. It was just crazy. I'm like, what are we doing? Like once oh. John Singletary passed, it just went to shit. And I think you, you're talking about Turning Red. Was that the movie you were talking Thank about? Thank you. Yes. Shout out, shout out to Tiff. Tiff just hit me. It's a Disney movie. You talk about Turning Thank Red. You. Thank you, Tiff. I appreciate it. Thank you. It's on repeat. Tiff got her back. She got us, too. She got Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Because I couldn't think of it. Oh, my God. Well, okay. Yeah. So now let's get to, to, to the, the topic, though. Oh, boy. I need you to answer this properly. Okay. What hip hop you who who you who, where you at where, who, what you what you doing who you listening to <laughs> <laughs> who you listening to right now we we'll get to the goat later who you listening to right um, now you know what I'm not really a crazy hip hop fan but I do listen to I listen to old hip hop like I listen to Nas I listen to Andre 3000 I listen to the old J Cole I listen to all that stuff um, but you don't listen to hip hop so what do you listen to like what's your preference R and B R and B Okay, Who's, who you where you at there? Right now, I'm listening to Lucky Day, um, LMA. Um, I love LMA. I love LMA. Who else? I just wrote somebody down because I, you know, I listen to random stuff. Um, oh my God, Pink Sweats. I don't know if you know who Pink Sweats is. I know who Pink Sweats is super dope. He came out a new album. Yeah, Pink Sweats is dope. So okay. yeah, that's what I'm listening to right now. All right, I'm gonna check it out because I I, yeah. I I need to. I've been in a very um, Griselda, <laughs> like I've just been okay. I've been boxing the Griselda lately, and it, it's kind of by design, but also you know I kind of got to get out of that. I I, it, I can't listen to to thug stuff every single day. You know what I mean? I yeah. <laughs> but every, I'm gonna tell you, you know, it drives me. It motivates me though. Like it has me. If it makes me feel like I have to hustle. So and I know okay. it's a different hustle. Griselda's but, different though. Griselda's different. Griselda's real what? different. To what? And I can listen to them because that's the type of music, the rap that it feels that's like the 90s. where I'm at. Yes, they, they remind sure. me of um of Mob Deep very much. Yes, yep. Um, um, I can't listen to this new this new rap. I'm, I just can't because it's it's different. It's too different for me. So you, you know, just mentioned it, Nas. You just said you listen to old stuff. You look you like Nas. Mm-hmm. Right? That's cool. I'm going to his concert. They, he just announced a tour with um oh, Wu Clan. That he's gonna be out here in Phoenix. I'm definitely going. But Hover Nas, because I, I I need to make sure that oh, you I'm Jay-Z. Okay. All right. I didn't want to yeah. I didn't want to have to like no. I still want to claim you. I love you. So yeah. I want to claim you. <laughs> uh, like when they did the ether, I was upset. Like I was upset about that. I didn't so like the will. He, he uh he's talking about Scatterbrain by Conway. That whole album. Um, okay, th- I'm being the butchers, album. yeah. I, and, and Mike trying to get me on Conway, and I'm like, I just can't. I said, once I heard Benny, I was done. I'm gonna tell you what, and, and so for the hip hop heads that's in, in the um in the comments, tell me if you agree or disagree. I think Conway got Benny. That's what people say. Mike says it too. I think Conway is the better rapper. Benny, yeah. well, Conway actually said it. He's like, you know, um, he's like. West Side, or you know, West is the, the brains behind it all, and mm-hmm. Benny is the star. But let's not act like Messine ain't the silliest with the bars. He gets yeah. like I'm telling you, you go in, you go into a rabbit, you just go down that rabbit hole with, with Conway, mm-hmm. and I promise you go come back like yo. Yeah, Mike now, said that too. 
Now, Benny's that dude, too. I, I you know, I, I ride with Benny, but um, oh, Steph is back. She said her WTF was about Watson not getting suspended. Yeah, we don't know for sure mm. yet. We don't know for sure yet. Um, it, it's just been discussed that there's a possibility that that he may he not even yeah. be suspended. And I'm hoping that that's not the case because I just think, well, you know what? We don't have to get it back on Watson, but but yeah. <laughs> I just think it's I just think it's awful how the whole thing played out, how he got a guaranteed contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we don't. Uh, this, my this, man, but D you know what? Back. Let's just. When I was just, I was going to switch back to hip hop, but get get that one okay. in there. You know what's what's crazy about this whole off season is everything has been reset. The quarterback has been reset. The mm-hmm. wide receivers has been reset. Just recently, the um, cornerbacks has just been reset. So a lot of things has been played to reset that market now, and it, it's it, and we don't know if the safety market will be reset. We don't know. So a lot of this off season has been crazy. And you can't pay everybody. Exactly. Can't pay everybody. Exactly. But but yeah, so just to end up that, that hip hop conversation, uh, it, mm-hmm. it looks like people are agreeing with me in the comments here. Will said the same thing. Conway is ridiculous. Um, my man D said Conway is definitely better than Benny. He's the Jada kiss to Benny's style oh. P. And that's I think that is a, a perfect. Jada kiss. I think that's a perfect um, comparison. Okay. So when you listen to the locks, we all know Styles P got it. Like if you go put Styles yeah. P against oh, no, yeah. anybody, you feel confident. But then when Jada get in there with him, it's like, oh, <laughs> this Jada team is different. murders people. Yeah. So, yeah. but okay. So you said you, you, uh, and then we can get out of here, but you was saying mm-hmm. about, uh, I think we were starting to talk about Hov and Nas for a quick second. Too. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, definitely. Uh, I grew up, you know, listening to, to Jay-Z because Jay-Z is just that dude. He can walk away for two years and come back with, with a, a EP just saying ridiculous shit, just like what now with Pusha T. He came well, up with Pusha T. With all due respect, I need him to drop something now. Like, I need a whole album. Like, yes. this is time. We ain't got nothing from him since the, the one that he did with Beyonce, which was a yep. good album. I, I think people sleep on that. I'm being honest. I just it's need him by himself. I need another 444. Four, four. Give me another 444. Yeah. Four, four. Like, oh, yeah. Like, that that one right there, It, it give me one. Just give yeah. me one. Yeah. What I will admit to, though, and this is weird for me because I'm a Hove guy, and normally I can't say nothing bad about Hove. I'm not liking this new Hove. I don't. I don't like. Like you, you just mentioned, you you just mentioned the one that he got out with um, with Pusha T. Pusha T. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't like this offbeat rapping. That you don't he's like doing. The, the flow. The you know flow what I mean? is different. I love the content, but the 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 offbeat style that he's doing because he also did the same thing on the track with Conway and Jada uh, for that mm-hmm. movie. He's just doing this offbeat stuff, and then also I don't. And I get it. He he takes these levels every other year. He's yeah. doing something different. And now he's on like this whole crypto investment stuff. And him and yep. Nas did the song where they was talking. I, come on, man. Like, don't, don't hold just spit for me. I, I don't I don't need I don't need that. You know what I mean? But that's just me. And I'm a whole fan. And I, but I'm gonna say, like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't get it. Uh, you know, it's just um, it's different levels now. He's he's this rich dude. So it's, di- it's different levels. Oh, she's team Nas. Look, 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 at, look at this right here. Look at look, look at this right here. She about to get blocked. Ooh-wee. You about to get kicked out the chat. You get you kicked out the chat. Out. What's wrong with you, Steph? No, nah, Steph is my home. Even girl. if you Steph. just lie, just right? Lie just, and just, say just lie to me and make me feel good. Don't you ain't got to actually say it on my show. Right. Come on, now. Exactly. but no. Listen, we're gonna get on out of here though. Everybody, go and listen to a Jay Z album and come back and let me know what you learned because you're gonna learn something yes. from it. T, my sister, the black album, black album. Let everybody know where they can find you. What you got coming up? What you got going on? And uh, then we're gonna yes. get on out of here. So um, I'm on the Building Buffalo Network. I drop, I go live on Thursdays with me and Mike at two o'clock. Um, come in there, you know, drop a comment, say hi. You don't have to stay if you don't want. And that comes out on pop form on Saturdays. We're, we're our upcoming, we're off this week, but you can go and check out um, 
the draft show that me and Mike did last year, which was funny as hell. Um, and we're going to have a draft show coming up next week, which is going to be hilarious. Um, yeah, it's I'm going to put Mike on the spot this um, next week. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be definitely fun. Uh, like I said, I drop on Saturdays, every Saturday. Come and check us out. Yeah, on the Building Buffalo Network. All right, let's do it. So for me next week, I'm actually, um, T just mentioned the draft. I'm actually going to be covering the draft in person this year in Vegas. So next Tuesday's episode of the Code of Conduct, what I'm going to do is I'm going to reach out to a couple people who I know are very, very good at, at covering the draft. I'm going to see if my man Bryce can jump in here. I'm going to see if a couple other guys that I got can jump in and we're going to talk about the draft. We're going to hit it hard. We're going to talk about, we, we're going to do a live oh. draft. Yeah, pause. We're going we're gonna to do a we're going to simulate a draft for every team. We're going to go from the entire first round, pick one wow. to 32 live on a show. So I'm going to get this ready. We're going to do it big. But then after the draft, I got some good stuff lined up. So I need y'all to stick with me with the Code of Conduct with Buffalo Rumless Podcast Network. We got my man, John Fina, the world's most Ooh. amazing man. He's going to be coming on the Code of Conduct May 3rd. We're going to be talking about that game that I can't let go of. That Music City miracle, he played it. He's going to talk about it. We're going to go about all of it. Then, the next week, we got my man, the business decision maker. My man, Zach Moss, running back for the Buffalo Bills, joining me May 10th. Same time, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Make sure you are here. And just as a reminder, I know I I shouldn't have to do it now, but it's been two weeks in a row now. We're going to keep it moving, going to keep trucking at 8 p.m. on Tuesdays. And I think I'm going to keep this going through to the season as well. I just think it works better for everybody. It's a good time for me. So Mm -hmm. we in here. Yeah, Tuesdays at 8 o'clock. It's good for you. Yo, thank you so much for for doing this. You're welcome. Thank you. I appreciate you. You know that. This was fun. Up, oh, up, oh, my man Rich said we got to get you back on more often. We got, we need more tea with tea. I'm gonna do that, Rich. We, <laughs> Thank we you, were Rich. Supposed to, we were supposed to be consistent with that during the season. We, it's it was, cool. That was on me. It was on me. It's all right. Yeah, people I was, get busy, but I, was I love busy. it. Yeah, but we got, we got. I, I love that he remembered it. <laughs> yeah, hey, because it's like that. We, we got, um, you know, we like that. Cool. Cool. Richard Rush is my it. man. So, ladies and gentlemen, though, I, I want to thank y'all for kicking it with us for the last hour. It's your boy, Jay Spencer King, representing that Buffalo Rumless Podcast Network. Y'all know how I do it over here. Y'all love each other. Take care of each other and live in peace. And as always, stay positive, test negative. Go Bills. Go Bills. Yeah. Hey.